wasn't a That startled me. I'm not even gonna lie. It just went. It just went. It just went to the softest music, and then it went to. Oh my. Huh? <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're all here. Yep. Okay. Oh man. Well, well, well. Welcome to another episode of Low Vision Technology, the podcast with your host Chris and Haley. And there's actually a little new twist to this episode, but I'll get to that in a second. Please welcome our guest for this episode today, which is Amanda, which is also another term for amazing. No, I'm kidding, but she hey. is. So <laughs> welcome to the show, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Haley. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So at least from what we're all aware of this is just gonna be a little bit of everything we're gonna yep. talk about amanda's eye edition and whatever mm-hmm. else she wants to talk about that's important for her to let everybody else know about mm-hmm. but before we do that i want to let everybody know that if you love this podcast which i hope you do or else no i'm kidding but come on now, you... <laughs> don't do that to the people we want more listeners no i know totally <laughs> no if you guys been listening to this podcast and listen to my somewhat corny humor and the other fun, bizarre things, um, please like and subscribe to the Low Vision Technology podcast itself, which is either on Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Or you can go to the YouTube channel where we do interviews also, which is Low Vision Technology LVT. Yep, that's correct. And the little twist of the story is the two hosts are actually side by side. We're actually next to each other um, in person. So. Yep. And we also have a fun little update f- about the host in general, but we'll say that at the end. So, let's move on with my little shenanigans and let's get on with this. So, Amanda, what's mm-hmm. in? Welcome and tell us a little bit about you. Yep. Um, um, my name is Amanda Soto. Um, uh, 24. Um, I love playing the guitar. Uh, I sing. I write music, and I'm very nice, intelligent. Um, I'm quiet for most of the times. I don't really say that much, but bleed it. No. I second that. No. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, that's why I said I suck at that, because I believe it. <laughs> oh, she sounds very lovely and charming, doesn't she, Chris? Mm-hmm. Very. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you do. Oh, um, what else can I say? Um, I've been, uh, been, I have um, a mesh on my heart to block blood clots. Ooh. Mm. And I take um, lorazetrine, that's like Kepra for seizures, which I really have. Mm-hmm. And I have scars on my head, my eye, on my rib cage, and on my stomach. So, are those some surgeries? Yes. Ah, okay. Wow. Yeah. And also my neck. Because I tried to commit suicide, so that's almost 15 years old. Oh God! Oh my! And um, so that's 
that's just a little back, a little background story, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what 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 a background story! Oh my goodness. For real, God kept you around for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I still try to drown myself, which didn't work. So, and I'm glad it didn't. Me too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still here for yep. some reason. Don't know why I'm here for, but I'm here. Yeah, exactly. That's the important thing. You're 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 here to put smiles on people's faces to make them laugh like you do with me most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad to make it works for me too. <laughs> oh, because we all have our demons that we're still battling to this day. That's true. That is true. Yes, you're absolutely right about that one. Some worse than others. Yeah, that is true. I'm just very lucky that I have people that love me for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking to two of them right now. Yeah. And there's also another one that's on mute. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so he's listening to everything that <laughs> Well, welcome to our secret guest also. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I try to overdose myself on um, pills, which we don't want either. Oh, God. So, yeah. I had a lot of suicide attempts. Well, well, wow. Um, the overall thing is, is that I'm that none of those worked. Me too. Or else I would not have met you right. like like a year, almost two years ago. <laughs> yes. I can't believe it's been that long already. Like for real. It was either 2018 or 2020 when I met her. I forgot which. I think it's 2020. It's been. Uh, a year. No. Uh, oh, that's right. I, I I met um a friend of ours that um that knows yeah. our. That knows Amanda. Um, I met him two years ago. Yeah, because he came in, because she came, popped into one of your streams randomly one one day. We was all sitting there talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> which which are no more, unfortunately. Anyway, yeah. that, that has nothing to do with this episode. Okay. But it's part of it. Talking about Tavel is not part of it, no. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, so... Mm-hmm. Amanda, if you don't mind sharing with us and to our lovely, lovely listeners, we love you. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your eye condition and how you live with it? Um, my eye condition is like retina, I think, apathy, what is it called? Uh, retinopathy. Yeah. Yeah, retinopathy is like, I can see, but like to the point that I can't see that really well, but... I'm slowly losing my eye eyesight. I lost my eye, my right eye. So mm-hmm. I'm slowly losing by day by day by day. But the reason why that I'm okay with that because I can teach myself how to still do stuff. So yep. Go on like once, it is. Yeah. Once I lose all my eyesight, I won't be sad or anything. Because you knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was coming. It was only come Sunday. Surprise. So, just, just, it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no, at least I won't be able to see the hatred in the world. People dying for that sake of True. You got a point with that one. Mm-hmm. And you won't have to deal with, like, getting involved with, like, car accidents or the drinking, driving, texting, driving stuff, because yeah. you don't have to drive anyway. So. Exactly. I assume I have to um, get my license up, so I'm okay with that. It's pretty, it's okay. And it saves you money on gas, bills, and other stuff, too. 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's true. I'm glad I don't got to pay for car insurance. For real. (laughs) Well, it's fun while it lasted, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, I had a huge surgery back in 2009. That's when the accident occurred. I was swimming in the community pool, which I opened my eyes in the pool water, which there was a gray diaper, a bullfrog, leaves, and dead bugs in the water. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Yeah, so I got chlorine and bacteria went into my eyes, and it spread into my brain, which... I couldn't close my eyes fully, and my eyes were on fire, excruciating, singing pain. So. Oh my god. Yes. That sounds painful and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. I died several times. I had a blood transfusion. I had a plastic tube, rubber tube, in the left side of my temple, of my head. Um, they had shaved my head balls. To offer to, to come ahead open. Oh my god. So, uh, wow. Yeah. So, um, the doctor, he cut like, like a square piece of my brain out because it wasn't functioning and he disconnected um, my retina for my brain stem. So, that screwed my eye up and I almost lost my left eye. It was bulging out of my eye socket. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I've been through hell. I can't even imagine what that would be like, and I frankly don't want to. I don't want to either. (laughs) Oh my. It's crazy. So, (laughs) as nice as I wanted to kill myself, I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah, I have an idea, but again, I'm glad you didn't. For real. Is I know that I'm not gonna live a normal life. I I have to take Capra for the rest of my life. So the day I die. Right. So I cannot transmit it. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it's pointless just to take my life like that. To me, I find that cowardly to do that to myself. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not trying to get into religion or anything like that, but did have going to church or anything help you get help you with that fact to get to get past that? Yes, I had to get baptized in and back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Which um that helped me a lot. And I saw a couple of things that also that get like gave me a wake up call. Mhm. Right. So, yeah, I do cry about it, but I'm here. So it was pointless for me to just to throw my life away like that. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Cause definitely, definitely keep, definitely keep me laughing when we when we talk to each other, <laughs> like for real. I saw- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, every single time when, like, I don't know why, because a lot of things just don't make me laugh at all, but like the, like the smallest things that come from, like, my little inner circle of people, which includes these two, they make me laugh quite a bit, so, and if they stopped, I'd be concerned. So. Yeah, me too. Because, um, 
on the left side of my neck, I have like a gash on my jugular vein. This one, I put a switch blade to my neck to cut my neck. Oh God. Oh my. And I did it in the bathroom when I tried to dry myself with a rosary on the left side. Jesus. Jeez. I wasn't expecting all this. Good gracious. Neither was I, but hey, she wants to talk about it later. Yeah, I bet. Feel free. Cause that, cause you never know. That's going. That could help somebody else. Stop me from doing it. Yeah. yeah. Blood transfusions. I lost all my blood. They, they thought I was gonna die in the hospital. Hmm. Wow. How long were you in the hospital? Do you remember? <sighs> God. Um. Let's see. I spent Chris my birthday, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, and rest of your holiday in the hospital. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my. Good God Almighty. That does not sound fun. I was caged like an animal. I was in a net. I had a peg tube. I had tape around my left eye. Um, I had a, um, an IV in my left arm, which I ripped out because... I couldn't take. I, I wanted to. I wanted to die. And I felt I was alive. Good God! Wow. Good Lord! Woo. Uh, like we said a little bit of you in this episode, I was not expecting this. I won't either. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you shared because mm-hmm. this inf- this information could help other other young girls and adults from doing this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't felt like I was alive. Mm-hmm. I was paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because when a doctor cut my head open, I had to relearn everything like a newborn baby. You had to relearn how to walk, talk, speak, and eat and everything, huh? I felt worthless. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was nothing. Wow. Wow. I was wheelchair bound for over two years. Whoa, two years? Really? Mm-hmm. How did... Okay, I, I gotta ask this then. Because you said you said that you were wheelchair-bound for two years. How did, how were you able to deal with the transition from going from getting out of a wheelchair and learning how to walk again? Because um, my mom, she um, she helped me um, like get me out of the wheelchair to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I did that, and I tried to walk, and I did for a couple of seconds, and I fell over. She caught me. Mm-hmm. And of course, there was tears involved. Oh yeah, of course. It'd be unusual if there wasn't any. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did you have any? Did you have to go through any physical therapy? Yes. Ah. Yes, the past years. Um. Her name was Miss Mary Grace. She helped me through the process. Mm-hmm. It was hard, but I managed to do it. Mm-hmm. Just motiv- motivation. Mm-hmm. Motivation is key. It is. Yeah, and then I decided to pull my hair out because I was I didn't know I didn't know what to do. Because all I knew was pain. Because I've been through so much pain. Right. Basically, I was a human pincushion in the hospital. Jesus. Wow. That's all. And that's all you knew at that time. 
that's why I knew it was that. But what and what was the what was the first time you realized, hey, I'm alive, I can do more things. What was the first thing that you do? And the first thing I did, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cry, I'm sorry. That's okay, it's all right. Everything I did, mm-hmm. I I hugged my, my brother and my mom and my dad to thanking them for not giving up on me. To be honest, I would that would have been the first thing I did. I would have done that. I would have. That definitely would have been the first thing I did. Me too. It's, I I know that I put my brother through hell. I put my dad through hell. My mom through hell. Because mm-hmm. I didn't spend this scene with that in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I had staples on my head and stitches. My head was severely swollen. Hmm. I was in a coma for like two months. Mm-hmm. They um put a catheter in me because I wasn't able to go to the bathroom on my own. Oh, okay. So that yeah, okay. Please explain. Um, I'm just. It's basically. Um... It's basically a device that that goes inside your um, your area where you do your business. I'll just keep it like that. Oh, okay. Um, your your urethra. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I couldn't think of the proper word. Um, because not not myself, but I know someone in the family who went through that, and that experience was painful for me. So. Got you. Got you. Okay. <sighs> I was just going to the car here. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. It's fine. You're being real. I just been through so much stuff. But like I'm just, this is my, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I come off as joking and all laughs. And really, I'm unhappy. Truly, I am really unhappy because mm. I'm not going to have this sight anymore, which is going to hurt me eventually. But I have to accept it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But luckily, there are programs and people out there that help people with that. Yes, there is. I just don't want to depend on anyone. That's what, that's how everyone thinks they don't because they'll feel bad by asking for help all the time. But asking for help is actually is way better than you think. It is. It really is. Because just struggling alone, just it hurts worse. It does. Because like from my from my point of view. I was born with my my, my uh, limited eyesight, and I had to learn how to how to you know cope with that from from being a little kid co- to now. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness I had my my uh, vocational rehabilitation counselor and, and and a school like Governor Moorhead that I can go over there and take some training courses and learn how to be more independent, take courses like cooking, yeah. uh, independent living skills, stuff like that. Yes. And I've been I've been completely blind since I was a kid. Good gracious! It's actually been since June of 2008, and which, if you want to be technical, I was eight and a half of the time. Yeah, and it took 
couple years to, like, you know, get introduced to O&M and Braille and the state services that I have now. That took over a year, probably because of um, COVID, but, oh, well, that can't be controlled. Right. But I'm in community college now, and I do YouTube. I do the podcast with, um, with, with Chris. It's really fun, and I... All I did was do my best, be myself, enjoy what I do for fun and for education-wise, and here I am. Yep. Man, my, my best advice to you, Amanda, is just reach out to people. Don't, don't let it stay bottled up. I just don't want to be a burden to no one. That's, that's, how, not... that's how everyone else feels. Everyone feels that way because it's like a default feeling inside, but don't. Yeah. it's not your fault. It's, it's not. not. Nope. Like, like I'm gonna tell you, the, I'm gonna tell you what my granddad told me. God bought you to win in this world for a reason, and and this this is happening for a reason. Only he, only he knows that, and he has the master plan for you. And how people always told me how, like, because I would always ask, like, why did I go blind? Because it just happened out of nowhere. And then someone told me, hey, it may not be so bad. It might be actually be a good thing, and turned out it is. Yep. Cause think about it like this, Amanda. If it won't, if it won't for that, you would, you wouldn't be on this podcast right now, talking about it. And a lot of people, and you, you're probably going to help a lot of people with this. Yes, if you're probably definitely helping uh, Chris and I right now, understanding like, like, like way more about things like this than before. Because I didn't really know that much about it anymore. To do this for real. Oh my. Teenager years, my childhood years, how I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Wow. Was school, was, as you was growing up, was school hard for you? Yes. It was. Was the was the kids that were hard, that were like picking at you or bullying, or was just the learning hard, the learning part hard? Just, just I, I couldn't take like like excessively loud noises, loud noises, mm-hmm. and then I'll start to have a seizure. Oh my god! Oh dear! Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus Christ! Just, just when you think, just when you think your, your life is a struggle, there's always somebody, a story that'll that'll shock you. Uh-huh. I mean, wow. It's like it's like the saying, "Picture perfect," where you see like all smiles, laughs, and giggles on on the internet, but then like behind the camera, you're just like, "What in the world goes on that?" Night? For real, you know what's going on behind closed doors. I just feel like Amanda, you do you doing a you doing a good service right here talking about what's going on, what what you went through. I really do. I didn't feel like a regular person. What mm-hmm. person has to eat lunch in a classroom? They can't. I couldn't be around kids. It's because kids because they're loud. Mm-hmm. So I had to eat lunch in the classroom with the teacher. Oh man. 
that must have been rough. I was I couldn't attend school because of my seizures. I had it, but I, I took my my mother got take it just three thousand milligrams. Mm. So were you homeschooled then? I was homeschooled at the beginning. Uh-huh. And then afterwards as I got better, mm-hmm. um, I started walking then um, um and then I almost started going to um a regular school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my seizure wasn't seizures wasn't that bad in, in regular in middle school. As soon as I went to high school, then they were really, really bad. Ah, I wonder why they got worse instead of getting better. Because of milligram intake, I didn't have enough milligrams. Oh, just the, oh, okay, the seizure medication itself. Yes. Gosh, you. Wow. For real. I just didn't feel like a regular human being. I felt like a, an animal. <clears throat> like, like you were like a test subject for stuff. Yes. Gosh, you. What made what made you realize that I, I'm not like I'm not I'm not this supposed to be animal like I'm a, I'm a human and I'm like like things happen for a reason and and I'm a better person and I, I'm gonna try to make better of myself. But what made you realize the good in you? Where's the good in me? be totally honest mm-hmm. as soon as this pandemic hit then I started realizing that there there is a purpose for me oh I can yeah I can understand how you I made can, it. I, I can, can understand, understand that yeah I definitely understand how you made that connection because everybody else is dying around me mm-hmm. right that's my drive is to live on Exactly. Well, that's a good one. And that's what, and that's why I said we all got to get together someday soon. Mm-hmm. So that would be fun. I would yeah. enjoy that. It really would. God. And you know what, Amanda? To be honest. Yeah. You should. You would be good at writing writing a book about this. A lot of people would love to read this, read something like that because. It's not just that but it could provide them a, a source of information how to get through struggles how to yeah. cope how to cope with it like other ways to deal with it in a positive way not negatively on your like on yourself and, and on to others mm-hmm. that's that's my life that's that's what my life consists of it's like I'm gonna describe to you what, I, what my life is. It's like every day I wake up, I can can't barely see. I lose sight every day when I wake up. Mm-hmm. It's like tunnel vision. Uh, every day it gets faded darker. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, I talking about now. I'm just grateful that 
I have someone that loves me. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> I'm hoping he's at car right now. Uh, surprisingly, I'm 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 surprised I'm not crying. For oh, real, me too. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually not surprised either. I'm not crying. Cause... Me too, good job. I've been through hell. I've been through a whole bunch of hell. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand. I do too. I I seriously saw my spirit leave my body. And I saw myself like in an operating table being operated on. Damn. Wow. Good God. What was, what was running through your mind when when that was happening? Please kill me. Oh, dang. Whew. You know what? When people say stuff like that, that usually because they they're just so deep down in emotions and frustration, confusion, don't know what to do, and that they don't know who to turn to because they don't want to upset or anger people for what they're going through and I don't I I wouldn't blame a person for feeling that way but at the same time don't blame yourself nope Mm-mm. not at all because it's not it's not your fault nope Mm-mm. you didn't cause this on you it's just certain activity in your environment caused you to feel that way or, or however it happened yep and sometimes that can't be helped exactly they didn't put enough anesthesia. I woke up during the surgery. Oh. Oh, Jesus. So that's why I said just kill me. So you actually felt that physical pain of them cutting inside you? Shoot. Jesus. I, I will admit, I have gone through, at least from what I can remember, two surgeries in my life. One, I was like two months old, so I don't remember that at all. Which is probably a good thing. Um, the, the second one was from a couple months ago, and I was freaking the heck out because I'm like, I don't want to feel anything. And they told me I wasn't going to, and next thing I know, I was knocked the heck out. And like three minutes later, they said, "Okay, sweetie, it's done. You can wake up now." And I guess throwing what I'm talking about, it was my wisdom teeth surgery from about almost two months ago, which I think is crazy. So, but. I had that feeling too about feeling physical pain and stuff, but surprisingly, I felt nothing, which was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, because me personally, I can remember a surgery where I had surgery on my legs when I was younger, and when I woke up, I don't think I wanted to know what my mom was. Well, you wanted to know. Yep, and she was right there in the hospital because she came right there to the room. Mm-hmm. I died. I'm telling, I'm telling you this. We 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 can all be stronger from the struggles that we have. Mm-hmm. The first thing I said when I woke up. Mm-hmm. I all I think I saw was complete blackness. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was. I was disoriented. I didn't remember my name or anything. Oh, 
Jesus. Oh my. Yeah, it must it must have took some time for it to come back up, come all back to you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just I saw a monkey, a balloon, that's a happy birthday. I woke up for a birthday. Mm-hmm. The day after my birthday. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, the blessings and the miracle with, with that scenario is, is that you woke up. Exactly. Because scenarios like that, there could be some people who would go into a coma and they would never wake up. That's true. But you did. Yep. Is I don't I don't wish that any of my enemies to go mm-hmm. what I went through is that is that fun right even though we have enemies we don't wish anything bad on them because they would come right back to bite you in the behind that's true because you never know that person that person you have issues with could have could saved your life one day It's totally fine. Because I've been holding this in for many, for for, for more than 10 years. Mm. I tried to hang myself in the shower head. This might have been been the perfect opportunity for you to get it all out. And we, want, and we want people to share stuff like that. Yep, exactly. It's, it's a moment for learning, advice, yep. and, and survival. Yeah, exactly. And you are a survivor. Yep. You, and I'm glad you're sharing this with us. I really am. I'm tired of keeping this in my heart. Mm-hmm. It's been eating me for years. Mm. How do you so? Because you said that it's been eating at you for years. Because you you weren't sharing it with, sharing this information with anyone. How does it make you feel now that you're talking about it today? Better, I feel like a huge weight lifted from my shoulders. Yep, that's a good thing. Cause you get that negative energy and spirit off of you. Out of your system. You can, yep, you can replace it with the positive energy of people around you. Virtually and physically. Yep. Definitely, my brother is me. I 
know, I'm sensitive, but I don't, I don't take kindly to jokes like that. Mm. A fat B-T-S-U-T-H, I don't find that funny. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not at all. <laughs> that, makes, that puts me down. Mm-hmm. That man who I love to eat. Right. Eating is another way to cope through my depression. Mm-hmm. And another has. Because of my depression, I eat because I'm depressed. <laughs> Have you ever thought about talking to somebody about that? No. It might help. You just have to find the right people to talk about it to. Yep. I just get really frustrated because. Because every time when I want to say something, I just don't know how to say it, and I just shut myself completely down. That happens to a lot of people. It really does. I'm not even, I'm, I, I will willingly admit that happens to me quite a bit when I don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, I don't know how to explain that to you. Right. Because <laughs> that happens quite a bit. So. <sighs> Sometimes you just gotta let you just gotta express yourself. Let it go. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I had this podcast. So people can come up here and express how they feel and what's going on. They can't, you know, do it in person. Mm-hmm. And and I'm glad to be doing it with you and and doing it with whoever does the interview with us because we're part of the healing process for that person. Yep. I have a scar in my hand. Mm. Or arm. Up my thigh. Because I I was 15. I started cutting myself. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And was that because of the, the depression? Yes, and something else that I don't want to say. Okay, that's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's absolutely okay. You share what you want, and, and if you don't want to share something you don't want to share, then you know. It's a lot of fun. Exactly. We're a judgment-free zone. We respect privacy. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just so amazed that, that there are people in this world that show the time of day for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that wants to talk to me yes I yesterday I asked Martin this question am I a good person mm-hmm. 
you said, I, I am, I have tendencies to get angry at some little things, but the things don't get upset. I mean, you are a good person, but I think that the getting upset and the anger comes from what you experienced in life, and you, and it, is it could trigger some stuff. Yeah. That's just that's honestly what I think is what I think is going on. Sounds like sounds like that would be the most um, accurate scenario. Could be a form of like I don't know. It could be something like PTSD or something. Maybe I'm not. I'm not a doctor to say that it is, but that's yeah. Could be something like that. Mm-hmm. Just I'm just I'm just I'm afraid of the one that triggers me is. I can't do this. That that's the word that triggers me. That that's the word that gets me upset. Because I've heard that so many times in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shut down. Oh, okay. When people say negative things like this, I understand. Do I have to change? me who I am or I should be who that person wants me to be. Right. No. Yeah, you know, you never have to you should never change yourself for somebody. Never. Because if because if you try to do that, that means the person does not respect you and does not accept you to who you are from the beginning of life. Exactly. You are who you are down from your down from your head to your toes and your DNA inside your body. You should be happy and dedicated and proud of yourself. I will be. I will be. And just remember, you got people like us in your life. Even though we're not physically around, we are here. I just, just don't want to bug you guys. You will never bug me. Right, no. it's not bu- It's not bugging. You, you, you're, you're reaching out. And, and you know, asking for advice and needing help and getting help when you need it. And listen, and listening is always a is a good trait to have because that could help somebody. Because like, if you wanted to talk to us, you know, either together or separately or anyone else, if they're willing to listen to what you have to say, then that's a huge weight left lifted off your shoulders because you're like, okay, this person truly cares. They they want to they want to hear what I have to say. Exactly. Me personally, if people wanted to talk, come, come call me, talk to me about stuff. Hey, I'm willing to listen. I might not have all the answers, but I might be able to point you to somebody that does. People always ask me for advice all the time. Like, I'm, I'm like, I might know something about that, but at the same time, I might not. Right. Oh. Just help out with help out with what I know and what I can do. Exactly.
just just don't want to I don't want to accept I don't want to make anyone upset with me mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I will need help mm-hmm. I know I will need help I just don't want to depend on anyone honestly asking for help is not dependent it's getting it's pointing yourself it's getting pointed in the right direction for the tools to to get help right that's just like that's just like for example somebody that was somebody that was born blind have to go would have to learn how to go have to use their other senses through through life like going through training schools or stuff like that yeah. Mhm. Or somebody that was born, you know, somebody that has physical ailments that need other help. Mhm. Or, or even mental ailments. Because to me, not being afraid to ask for help will teach somebody else to that it's okay to ask for help and, and, and show that you're vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know what, Amanda? I really felt like you needed this. Yes, I did. And like I said before, I, I'm really glad that I um, and Chris were able to, to be part of, of your healing process. Yep. Exactly. I really am. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling something happy now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. Yep, that's a great thing. I've had a cry, big crying half of my life now. And, and hey, look, and it's okay to cry. It's not. It's not a problem. It's not a weakness at all. I don't know why no. people. I don't know why people think it is. It's not. Crying is not a weakness. Crying with your stuff. Yep. You know the the nurses wrote on my wall, a warrior, because they they said I'm a warrior because I've been through so much. And then that is true. It is. Like I said, you can inspire other other young kids, and especially especially girls and young young females out there to, to talk about their stories and get help. Mm-hmm. And even though that I'm not directly going through a a situation like like this, I, I will admit, based on our conversation today, based on you talking about it. You inspired me. For you really real. have. For real. How did I inspire you? Just by talking about it, because it gives you the opportunity to like lift the pain off your soul, off your mind, and and, and away from your heart. It does. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a great example of the time and the people who were there and were willing to listen to you. Exactly. And I'm and I'm and I just feel, like I said, inspired and happy that you were 
willing and he felt comfortable enough to talk about it with us because I mean, it could be spoken with anyone and it could be like the most uncomfortable situation ever, but it seems like it's otherwise, which is good. Yep. And to be, and to be honest, yeah. I have I have three nieces that if the, when, when they get older, somebody like you would definitely be a good role model for them because you could teach them how to get through like get through the struggles of life of being of being a woman and yep. showing them showing them the right path to how to live. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I threw out the suggestion of starting to write a book, you know, writing a book or or something or journal or journal starting a journal. Start. Yeah. I don't know where to start or pick up where do I start? I don't know. Well, you can start from like um school age. Um, okay. Yeah, and, be- and build up from there up to your adult. Yep. Don't know who'll read it. I will. I would. <laughs> I definitely would. And I definitely would uh I definitely would let my let my family family and friends read it too. I would definitely share it with people if it was okay with you. Yeah, I would you too. ever wrote something like that? Yep. Can't watch it. It's gonna be long though. That's fine. That's fine. Good books don't have to be short. Nope. Not at all. Cause to be honest, cause to be honest, Amanda, somebody like you would be a good person to be a mentor to people. Mm-hmm. Volunteered at a at a YMCA or a YWCA or something like that. I never thought of it like that before. Well, hey, it's, there's opportunities out there for you, to, you know, to think about. Exactly. And they're there. They're not going anywhere. And. And maybe getting a uh, associate's degree or some kind of um, training in like um, vocational rehabilitation could help too, because that's part of that's part of being mentor of being a mentor or or a big brother big sister program too. Mhm. Okay. Because I definitely I definitely would start looking in it. Uh, because trust me, you'll get a great fulfillment from it, and you will not re- you will not regret anything about it. <laughs> I want to read on read on the internet or read the newspaper or see on the news. I'm like, um, this young lady Amanda Sumter has helped, has helped these many people. I would love to read that. I would too. Because you don't have enough good news coming out of the, out of the news yeah. or newspapers or nothing like that anymore. No, you don't. Really. Unfortunately, no. Don't really have any good news. That's all it is anymore. It's always about about a raid, someone kidnapping a child. Right. Or like stuff with like politics and stuff like that. Exactly. That's why. That's why I say, if you can come up with any kind of 
process or platform to, to help people, I say do it. You got my full 100%. Work. <laughs> You really do. Mm-hmm. I do. My heart feels better. Glad I got that. Mm-hmm. Hey. That was the goal of this. Yep, it was. I wouldn't have met you guys. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Yep. Dabble had this, Hey, I'm not going to lie. Dabble had this good moment. Getting, connecting all of us together. If it was... When, when it was like when the good version of it was around yes mm-hmm. <laughs> no really <laughs> for real <laughs> like really like when the good version was around nice oh man wow I will say that <laughs> I was definitely not expecting any of this I definitely was not but like 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 the saying goes, anything can happen. Yep. So, and I'm glad it did. It was. Me a, too. I, I think it was a very powerful, uh, and meaningful conversation. And on, on on the behalf of Chris and I, I, I thank you so much, Amanda. Me I really too. do. Me too. You're welcome. Any any last thing? Any last words or advice or wisdom you want to give? Um, you got this perseverance don't give up there you go yep that's the best way to end it and <laughs> I want to thank all of our dedicated listeners for listening to this episode of Low Vision Technology please check us out on YouTube at Low Vision Technology LBT Please subscribe to Low Vision Technology on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere else. And thank you so much to you, Amanda, for your inspiring story. And as I always say, please remember, everyone has a talent. Any type of skill is a talent. Yep. And also, what I what I like to tell people, even if you don't have vision, your mind your mind is your vision because it it sees all perfect vision with that. Just yeah. the year 2020. No, I'm kidding. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, Haley, that's... Oh, I my goodness. I this. Is... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. th- thank you so much to Amanda, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep. Have a good evening, man. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.